Hey there, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today again on Todd Versations. I'm freaking thrilled with my guest today. Absolutely pumped to have this gentleman hanging out with me. Absolutely pumped to be talking about Brighter Bites and what it is. Please, everybody, give it up for the guy that puts the yay, puts the yay in Salmon Yay, the CEO of Brighter Bites. Give it up for Rich Dockman. Welcome, brother. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks, Todd. It's, it's just a pleasure, and I'm excited to be here. Well, you say that now. Let's see what happens in a half an hour. You may regret saying that, but you know, hopefully we'll get there. I have no doubt. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. I am I'm so excited to be talking about Brighter Bites and what you guys are doing, especially Thank since you. I got to get on the grounds a little bit, see exactly what this is all about. We're going to talk deep about that. But before we get into it, because I'm sure there's like three people on the planet who don't know who you are. Let's Please. give them an introduction. Give everybody a little bio. Tell everybody who the hell, you know, who's Rich Doc? I mean, give everybody a little 411 of who you are. Thanks, Todd. Um, well, I'm a lifetime produce person. Um, I, uh, my mom used to hate when I say it, but I think I started in the produce business when I was about six. I grew up in my father's produce business in Denver, Colorado. Um, went to college for a couple of years. Uh, got a, uh, decided to start a small business uh, after my sophomore year and never went back to college. So I'm for those, I'm not advising that for the young people out there but uh, just stayed in the produce business my entire life um, and uh, basically worked for two companies. Uh, one outside was uh, when our company got bought by Kraft Food Service in mm -hmm. the 80s, which is now U.S. Foods, and then moved to, uh, which is now Fresh Point, and we got acquired by Cisco. Uh, so ended up working for uh, two of the you know, greatest companies uh, in, in the U.S. and you know, grew my... Uh, career uh, ended up uh, retiring three years ago as vice president of produce for Cisco Corporation, uh, amazing company. And yeah. at the time I was sitting on a board and it was Brighter Bites. And they asked if I could help them run the organization for a while until they found somebody else. And it's been three years and um, we're still forging full speed ahead. Yeah, I don't think they're looking anymore. I'm just throwing it out there. In case you're, in case you're wondering if there's people in HR that are actually working on that project, it ain't happening, brother. I'm supposed you ain't to be going retired. Anywhere. I'm supposed to be retired, Todd. But this is yeah. this is so much fun that uh, I I, uh, I can't imagine anything else. You're not, you're never going to retire. So give I up don't. give up the whole mantra. Let's just face it. And you have found a calling, and you have found something that is so impactful to this world. Um, it's got to be waking up every day just with a little bit of a buzz, like, God, this is awesome to be able to give back in such a great way and doing what Brighter Bites is doing for the communities they serve, as well as the planet overall. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It is an extraordinary feeling to know that you're impacting people's lives in a positive way, that, you know, every day you're impacting uh, uh, different people in different ways and knowing that you're making their lives better. It, it feels good, I, but, you know, yeah. I have an amazing team that, that just knows knows what they're doing and everything. And, I, and I'm, I'm a cheerleader and, and kind of directing things, but just an amazing organization with incredible founders that are very involved and uh, team members that are just extraordinarily talented. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Cause I want to, I got, you know, most guests, you know, I float between a hundred and 250,000 questions. You're like at 650,000 questions for me today. It's, it's on. It's we're going deep into this topic because I'm just such a huge fan of the work you guys are doing. Let's start off a little bit and share with me a little bit about Lisa and um, you know Lisa Helfman's story um, and how she partnered up with uh, Dr. Sharma to kind of create Brighter Bites. Let's get a little back history on the on the organization because these these women are just talk about kicking in some doors. Yeah, so um, actually we're celebrating our ten year anniversary this year. So who knows? We have a birthday party going on, and and so ten years ago. Uh, Lisa um, came up with uh, an idea. She had little kids and um, uh, she wanted them to eat healthier and she was trying to get them to eat healthier. And um, she realized that that was happening. And she thought, how can I do this for more people? Sure. And so uh, Dr. Sharma was a, a dear friend of hers. Um, Dr. Srila Sharma is a, a professor of epidemiology at UT Health. She's also a dietitian, so she thought this is a great person to go to and say, how can we do this? And so they came up with this idea to do kind of a food co-op in an elementary mm -hmm. school. You know, let's see if we can find a way. She partnered with the Houston Food Bank and, and found a way to get fresh fruits and vegetables to families in one elementary school 10 years ago. Um, 
And uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to tell you the, the end before the beginning, but, you know, it's grown into um, uh, going on our tent city and hundreds of schools and, uh, yeah. and, and a curriculum that we can talk about more than just food. This is a process. Uh, we're not, I guess the first thing I always tell people is we're not a feeder. We're a, a behavior change organization that happens yeah. to feed people to get to where we want to go. So yes, we do feed people. We do deal with food insecure families, but our main objective is to change the behavior and how they eat into a, a healthier routine. Well, it's, it's, and kudos to that mindset and logic, because I believe in that a thousand percent. I, I can't get behind enough at what it takes to get down back to the kids, have simple conversations about making positive changes in their lives that will ultimately affect this planet in the long game. You know, it's a little tough to change you and I, right? That's, that's an uphill battle. But if we can work hard at the kids and with positive reinforcement, positive words, positive actions, positive results, there is no reason they're going to lean against it. I mean, you know, they're sponges and it's wonderful. Well, obviously, um, we want to change behavior in first generation. However, uh, we're a, a very heavy data collecting organization. Dr. Shrema's, Dr. Um, Sharma's team collects data uh, at an enormous pace. And some of the data has shown that the uh, increase in consumption in our program is actually more in the adults and the family than yeah. kids. So this is not just affecting uh, the children in the elementary school. It's affecting the entire family that we survey and get information on. So let's just get into it. I'm going to throw you a little two-part question here just to kind of frame up so we get people up to speed that perhaps don't know, but hope by the end of the show, they're going to know. We're going to get their pocketbooks open. We're going to donate. We're going to back this organization because we need more of you out there. Great. So two-part question. A, kind of what is Brighter Bites? Kind of give yeah. us, you gave us a little bit of a nutshell, but let's quick it. And then how does it actually work? Let's cover those two, and then we can deep dive into some of the data, some of the other things that I'm interested in. Okay, I'll, I'll try to keep it at a, a kind of a 30,000 foot level. It don't matter. Uh, so, you know, Brighter Bites, what we do is we go into elementary schools and we ask them to partner with us for a three-year time period. Um, what their commitment needs to be is that they commit that their teachers uh, and their, their, their uh, entire group will follow our curriculum of nutrition education lessons to the kids. We have nutrition education lessons. We have produce activities, which are, you know, doing things with the kids in the classroom with produce. And we have um, physical education. Uh, also, uh, we do physical education uh, activities as well. There's 24 of those in total that they need to commit to. Uh, and, and, and we track when they do those things. They also obviously have to commit to allowing us to come in and distribute produce. So what we do for that three-year time period, which is what data has shown is necessary to change behavior, this continued uh, bombardment of education and fresh produce for this three-year time period is we go in and we give them somewhere between 22 and 25 pounds of produce at no cost. Uh, it comes every other week throughout the fall and the spring semester in the school. Um, we have two ways of doing it. The original way, which is just spectacular, is we partner with someone in the city. Most of the time it's the food bank. Sometimes we don't have a food bank and we partner with other food distributors and or other growers. Right. We bring the produce in. Uh, in other words, the truck backs up at the school it's got eight pallets of produce on it. It's a lift gate truck. He's got a hand truck, a hand, and we bring the produce to the cafeteria door or to the auditorium door. And then we have parent volunteers that come, unload the produce. We put it in the cafeteria. Our team, we have staff at every school. They determine what goes. We're going to separate this and we're going to build bags. We don't even build boxes in the school. No. We build bags. And we're very specific. We have to have a minimum of eight items in every bag, a maximum of 12. And we're very careful. We track everything that we put in the bags to make sure that we don't have too many repeats. Because even if it's for free, if you give somebody potatoes, onions, and carrots, and apples every single time, you know, they may not come back. And so they, the parents build the bags. 
And then later in the uh, day, the families who come in, come pick up these bags of produce and bring them home. With that, we're giving them recipes of how to use it. We're giving them how-tos of how to use it. We're giving them how-tos of how to store it. We're basically changing their perception of fresh produce. Um, we call it demystifying. So <laughs> we're trying to change not only how they eat, Todd, but we're trying to change their shopping habits. Yeah. Um, you know, for you and me, or for those of us that are, many are listening that have been in the produce industry their entire life, produce is a very comfortable product line that we live with and we eat every day and everything. For food insecure families, which I didn't mention, we only go into schools that have 80% free lunch. So we're only going into right. areas of food insecure families. For those families, they're often intimidated by the produce department. They were not brought up eating that type of product. They're often eating fast foods or, or very many processed foods. So they're, they're a little scared of the produce department. Now we're giving their kids uh, mangoes and passion fruit and kiwis and everything you could imagine. They're like, mom, dad, let's go get that. And it's causing them to swerve their cart into the the produce section that they might have swerved away from previously. And so it's causing them not only to just um, eat more fresh produce because we're giving it to them at no cost. And it's it's usually worth around 30 to $35, but yeah. it's also causing them to change their own habits of, of how they eat and so forth. And then getting that nutrition information and getting all the how to's and everything, it's just changing their habits. And and ultimately, what does that result in? Eating healthier. It says, I don't have to prove this to you. There's a million studies out there. You yeah. eat more fruits and vegetables. It's going to reduce obesity. It's going to reduce diabetes. It's going to, it's going to give you a healthier, longer living life. And so that's yeah. what we're trying to accomplish. Well, food is medicine, right? It can hurt you and it can help you. And I think we've got to keep these conversations going. It's a prescriptive way of increasing improving your health versus medication, right? That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we're prescribing fresh produce to people to help them be uh, live a, live a better life. Absolutely. Well, you know, and I want to I want to keep coming around on this point. And, and you know, one of the things that you guys have up and some of the data that you shared is you talk about seventy percent of the teachers say that brighter bites has increased parental engagement at their mm -hmm. schools, which Let's be honest, how important is that today? I mean, it is beyond measure getting parents involved in the school system in a myriad of ways. Uh, it's incredibly important. So share a little bit about what you're learning and what you're hearing from the parents in regards to Brighter Bites. And I'm gonna follow that up with another question as well, but please lay that one on me. Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Abby Pryor, Chief Commercial Officer at Bright Farms. On behalf of all the bright farmers across our great country, thanks for listening to Toddversations and Toddbits. At Bright Farms, we care about the health of our planet and its people. Our mission is to give more people access to the freshest, tastiest, cleanest, and most responsibly grown salads available. We grow our salads by harnessing the power of the sun in our advanced greenhouses located close to your grocery stores. Our salads are delivered in as little as 24 hours after harvest, so every Bright Farm salad you buy is fresh, tasty, and sustainably grown. It's a big job looking out for the health of the people on the planet, but we're up for it. So give one of our Bright Farm salads a try today and become a part of our Bright Farms family. Thanks so much. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so um, part of our, you know, for me, uh, the three pillars of the program are, you know, to provide fresh produce and to um, provide our, our nutrition education. And of course, we call it the fun food experience by doing it in a very dignified manner. Right. And so it's very, very important to these folks that we do it in a very dignified manner. Uh, and then we track data when we track data, getting to your question it's a 70 to 75 question survey that we ask uh, twice a year to our families that participate um, because we can track all of our families. We have our own app and the, every family that gets produce every single time checks in. 
they can't get it without checking in with the QR code. So we, we follow each family. We know how many times they came. We know what they got in, in fresh produce and, and so forth. And so um, what was really delightful was no one ever thought of parent engagement as being part of our program. Right. And then wow. by the parents coming into the schools, because we can't send a 25 pound box of produce home with a seven-year-old on a school bus, right? So uh, his backpack uh, might already weigh that much. Well, and I want you to come <laughs> back to that because we now have a way to be able to reach those families and remind me well, to tell you I about got that. But to address, to address your question, we started hearing teachers come to us and say, we've never seen these parents before. Like they never came into the school. And so the parent engagement was just kind of a, a byproduct of our program that was never intended, but it turned out to be a really sensational ingredient that, that helped uh, all of our, 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 our families and our teachers. And remember, we give all the teachers the produce every week too. Right. They, they need to be immersed in the program. And so by them having it and getting the same uh, engagement and experience that the kids and the families have, it really creates a beautiful dynamic. No, there's no two ways about it. You know, in my own experience of going out to, to Sunset School and, you know, my own community and seeing the process for the first time, I mean, reading about it, one thing, seeing pictures, social media, whatever, but to be there on the grounds and to hang out for a bit and to see the process. But to see the kids, which is something I, I think a takeaway, and I didn't share this with you before, but the kids are ahead of their parents to the table to pick up the produce. Yeah, they get really every excited. kid, every kid. I, 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 I do encourage your listeners to, to go on the Brighter Bites website and um, you, we have a, a volunteer link and you can volunteer in any city that we're in. And um, when I was, what really ignited me when I was on the board, the, very, the thing that really, and my, my board members uh, feel the same way. Once you go out to one distribution, and you see things like, I'll never forget when, uh, a, like you just now said, one of the kids ran in, opened the bag and bright-eyed looked at mom and said, mom, mangoes, we have mangoes today. He was so excited about it. And then furthermore, and it literally almost brings tears to my eyes, when you are handing out the bags and or, I didn't finish during COVID, as we all say, things changed and we had to go to a box model because nobody wanted people in the schools. So we had to pivot, as they say, pre-pack our boxes. But under any circumstance, whether it's in the cafeteria or a drive-through uh, distribution, the, the look in the eyes when you hand somebody that and how appreciative they are and what it means to them um, to be able to give healthy food to their family, uh, it, it just, um, it's an extraordinary feeling. Uh, and and if, if anybody wants to ever volunteer and see that and feel it, it'll change your life because it, it really grounds you as to what's important in this world. It is. And, and you know, standing there, listening to people talk, listening to them interact, looking at the kids, going through the bag, realizing there was corn and, and, and you know, and, and being out here where I'm at, shout out to Grimway and Callow for stepping up in such a big way and get behind it, you know, this organization in my community. Um, I mean, there was plenty of stuff in them from them and they did a great job. And I know they're going to continue to support. So I got to give them some kudos, but. Ray, I, 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 I couldn't thank you enough for doing that. We couldn't do what we're doing without our phenomenal partners. Absolutely. Absolutely. But to see those faces again, to open up that bag, see that there's corn on the cob, to look at those faces, see there's potatoes, see that there's food in there. They recognize, they like, and that excitement of going back. It's to your point. It was changed. It changed me a little. It was. It was a moment of like, holy crap! This is. This is. This is way cooler than I thought it was. How about that for a compliment? Um, it was very inspirational. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, one thing I've learned is, um, you know, I've I've been in the produce business my entire life, um, uh, almost five decades in the produce business, and I've always felt like there was a higher calling for the produce industry beyond uh, buying it at one price and selling it for a higher price, right? That's 100%. what we all live and die by. But we happen to deal with a product line that is a solution to uh, many, many health concerns. And um, I would just say that 
there's a lot of people out there trying to, and I include government without getting into anything specific, wanting to improve things, wanting to find the solution of, of how to get this country healthier, how to get this country, the most obese country in the world to uh, improve. And, and, and especially in child diabetes, which right now is about most probably one out of every three children have a, a strong shot at getting diabetes. How do we help that? I figured out that um, I would love to be able to go out there and affect 10 million, 20 million people uh, and really be the solution. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? You have to start one family at a time. You have Correct. to start whatever you do, whatever you're doing out there, whoever's listening, whatever they can do to help people, don't wait until that final solution comes up. Get out there and do what you can. So if you can help a 10 families, 100 families, 10,000 families, whatever it is, uh, that's what our, that's the way I feel about this particular, what we do. We, we're, we're, of course, we're growing enormously now, but, you know, if I, if we can help a hundred or a thousand families uh, change their lives and, and make a difference, you know, that's sensational. Well, in the time I was there, I guarantee that you are, you know, I didn't count the number of families, but I can guarantee you that you are. And I can guarantee you that the impact is there. And to your point, we need to be doing more in our space, in the produce space, we need to be doing more to uplift our country. And we have that ability. I, I, I firmly believe that, you know, something that I've learned about produce through this pandemic is the power that it actually has. And my concern is that we forget about that when we're out of this pandemic, life changes and the economy gets a little south and we start to forget about the power that we have to positively change this country if we so choose. And I hope that we start to elevate our personal gains to make changes like we need to see, like what Brighter Bites is doing for our country. Because it's a legacy that it's a legacy that will far outlive you and I, uh, and will outlive probably our own children if we continue to build it right and build the pillars successfully to make these positive changes and give back to our community. And this entire country is a community. Uh, from your mouth to everyone else's ears, because you just now said it very well. And thank, uh, you. thank you. And 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 I I I've always challenged the produce industry to take. A higher cause role. And I continue to do that. Um, and there are a lot out there that are incredible. And our, 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 our partners, um, uh, Taylor Farms, Master Nardi, Mission Produce, people that have really stepped up with funding. And, and as you said, um, Brimway, uh, incredible partner in, 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 in Bakersfield. And, you know, I don't want to leave anybody out, you know, Diego in New York, we couldn't do it without them. We just no. simply couldn't do it without them. So there's a lot that have stepped up, but not just for brighter bites. And trust me, that's what I want to get done here. But, you know, I just encourage everybody in the produce industry to realize that they have this ammunition of medication that they happen to yeah. and handle every single day. And, and we, we need to figure out a way to, um, we always say it, increase consumption. You know, we, we need to figure out because that increased consumption is good for everyone. It's, it's good for the, the parties that are consuming it, but it's good for the industry too, because yeah. you know, we're often oversupplied. And, and, and uh, you know, we, as an organism, as an industry, we're often trying to balance what to grow versus what is eaten, supply, demand. That's what the whole thing's about. And obviously, sure. we'd much rather see increased demand than decreased supply. 100%. So the way we get increased demand is we get increased consumption. And the way you do that is, you know, you work hard to understand uh, how to um, uh, affect the consumer, which is what Brighter Bites does. I, I say it at nauseam. You want to you want to work on the food waste problem. Start increasing working on increasing consumption. You want to change this planet for the better. Start working on produce and cuts consumption. It right. goes hand in hand. You want to make a healthier place. Make help people make healthier choices. I'm gonna put you on the spot. I don't know if you're gonna and you can retract this what you want. But how many cities? You said you're in how many cities now? We are in nine cities now, going on can you, ten. In, can you in, do uh, it? Can you recite them off the top of your head? Yeah. Do you got oh, sure, faster? Yeah. We're, oh, we're, go. We're, we're in, in Texas, we're in Houston, Austin, and Dallas. We're in Washington, D.C. We're in New York City. We're in Southwest Florida. We're in California in the Salinas Monterey area, Los Angeles and Bakersfield, and soon to be Phoenix, uh, either later this year or at the beginning of next year. And Fantastic. Our, our program could be replicated anywhere, in my opinion. Um, we have great partners with um, Food Bank, 
Um, IFPA has been an extraordinary partner for us uh, in, in uh, giving us um, um, ways to, um, especially with government and, and, and just supporting us all out. Mm-hmm. So it's really about funding. It, it, the, our program is not cheap because we have to have our own staff in every school because this isn't about just handing people a box of produce and saying, go home and eat it and you're going to be better. It's all about teaching the kids how to change their, their behavior. And when you do that, we have multiple employees that have to be there every single distribution. uh, And, and, you know, you have a, 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 a central team that has to manage the whole process and development and, HR, you have the whole thing. We're a big organization. So yeah. it's not exactly cheap, but it's done right. So right. we can go into any city, Todd. We can really go into any city if we're properly funded. And that's what we're looking for. Absolutely. We, we, yeah. we do, we do, um, we are, you know, we do use government funds. Uh, it is, it's it, to wherever we can. Um, and, you know, it could be anywhere from a, $25 uh, donation to, we have, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to have a private um, uh, individual somehow found out how we were in the last uh, two months. And she gave uh, $200,000 a year for a three-year time period. Um, Unbelievable. So it, it, could be, it could be any level of giving that gets us to where we're at, but we're a nonprofit. So. Well, I look, you know, there's a positive cost of food. Right. And we need to understand that. And we can't get caught up at the cost of food. We need to start to understand what a positive cost of food. What is this actually doing? And I frame that up to ask you this question, because you have you have a, a, a saying on your website that I absolutely love. It says the better we nourish, the better we flourish. Right. And I think it's just it's fantastic. So I want to talk a little bit specifically about the kids at this point, because, I mean, look, these are the, they're the superstars behind this in a lot of ways. Right. They're doing a lot of heavy. They may not be able to lift that 25 pound bag, walk home with it, but they're going to do a lot of heavy lifting at home. So how do you change kids eating habits? You know, and, and, and you guys have done that. I mean, you're doing, I want to talk a little bit about that. It's kind of a two part question, but what's your data saying too about educating kids about better choices? What? So we, we use a, a curriculum called catch, which is a, a, a nationally based uh, curriculum that has been approved. And it, talks about things like woe foods and go foods. And we kind of start talking to the kids about, look, here's a candy bar and here's an apple. Which one do you think you should eat? Uh, And it's as simple as that, trying to get them to understand what foods are better for them because no one has ever taught them that. Todd, we've literally gone into schools in certain areas and a kid came up and said, what is this? And we said, that's an orange. He had never seen or eaten an orange before. So we take things for granted, many of us, uh, in in what we know and what we eat. But introducing this into their diet and then psychologically helping them understand what they should or shouldn't be doing that. And we we talk a lot about reducing sugar in their diet. You know, it's like, we say, how many, how many sugar, when we start our surveys, how many sugary drinks do you drink per week? How many, you know, it's not just about produce. It's about changing, um, you know, some of the bad foods that they're eating and then replacing them with good foods and having them um, be positive about it. Do it in mm-hmm. a way where they're excited about it. Not you have to eat your broccoli, right? You know, like you have to do this, you know, it's like, no, this is fun. We make it fun and they get excited about it. And, and, and then, and then of course that, that transcends to the family and the parents, um, you know, one of the most, uh, impactful studies, we had a couple, um, you know, again, fortunately we have Dr. Sharma, whose entire team publishes multiple papers, which again, you can see on our website about what we do. Two of them have always been most exciting to me. One was, we said we were in a school for three years. What happens when we leave a school? They followed students two years later. And two years later, their consumption of fresh fruits and vegetables was 19 servings a week beyond the baseline that we started. 
two years after we were out of the program. And, and in, that, in that particular study, it actually showed that the parents at home had increased more uh, servings than even the child. That's where that came from, that study. Another one wow. that I thought was interesting called the plate waste study. When the, uh, her team went into schools that had um, salad bars and they, they, they went into brighter bite schools and non-brighter bite schools and they tracked how much produce the child took off the salad bar to their plate. And then when they came back, they actually weighed, believe it or not, how much they threw away. So what was the net consumption and what was being taken? And the result of it was the Brighter Bite schools had significantly more consumption of taking and less waste than the non-Brighter Bite schools, meaning, hey, we're affecting how these kids are eating and how they're consuming. So we have a lot of data that shows what we're doing is actually working. Yeah. Well, it's unbelievable. And then you take a look at what the teachers, you know, are saying as well, and, and off your website, 84% of the teachers say that Brighter Bites has increased their own personal intake of fruit and vegetables. So it's a, that's an interesting stat. And, you know, it's, and I, I'm going to follow up with the question, I guess, is, is, you know, why is educating the teachers as important, do you think, as educating the kids? Based off that stat, obviously it is. Multiple reasons. And, you know, one of, one of the uh, survey questions we had asked during COVID, which was very interesting, was, uh, you know, food insecurity within teachers. And we had a 30% increase in food insecurity of teachers during COVID. Very difficult for them to earn a living in what they yeah. were doing. The, 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 the enormous, I mean, you have to give kudos to our teachers. The enormous pressure that they're under uh, during the last two years has just been extraordinary. Uh, and so uh, remember, uh, adults, just because you're a child, adults also do not have good knowledge of how to eat well for the most part. I mean, it, it, again, uh, we can't, I keep saying it's probably the fifth time I said we can't take things for granted. Um, we just can't assume that people know what we know. And, right. and we go into these areas, especially these areas that are, 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 are um, lack resource, food resources and so forth, teachers, principals, Everyone uh, adores our program because it changes the kids' lives and it changes their lives. I love hearing uh, principals talk about our program or teachers talk about our program. And we just we were, we had, I was on one of our team staff calls today, and our our director in New York said, you know, sadly we're we're leaving one of our schools. And it was almost tears. They were like, we don't want you to leave. You know, please don't. You know, where after three years, we move on and give other people opportunities. And they just don't want us to leave. It's been ingrained. It's changed the entire environment and culture of the school, including the teachers and including the administrators. So it's, uh, it's, it's a bittersweet when we show the successes of what we've done over that three-year time period. Time to move on to another school. So if we can fund the crap out of Rider Bites, would you be able to stay at that school for another three years? Well, um, we have made some exceptions and stayed stayed longer, um, but we also want to find new groups of Absolutely. to affect. You know, our data shows that after that three-year time period, we've made impact on that group. So we want to find a new group to make impact on. Yeah. Uh, but what 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 additional funding would be is it allows us to go to more schools within the cities that we're in and then right. new cities as well. That's very, very aggressive uh, growth plan that we have in place. And uh, we open schools generally in a six school pod. Um, we have that's about we have a, a what we call a coordinator and then we have a part time um associate and we we they can handle as many as six schools one team pod so when we go in and we want to expand in a city we'll expand into six additional schools in addition to where we're at now so fund it people fund it step up whip out the visa card get the, you, come Tom. on take Thanks, american Tom. express whatever you're doing bitcoin we take bitcoin we can figure out how to take bitcoin we don't care We've talked about it. We, we actually have someone that's giving us NFTs right now that want, wants us to, to figure out a way to, to, to use them. And we're trying, to, we're trying to do it. But yeah, I mean, you, just go to brighter, you can go to brighterbites.org. And um, yeah, I don't want to be an infomercial, but you know. If you Screw want to, it. 
If you want to go the infomercial, get on the damn <laughs> website and give them money. These guys are kicking ass, taking names, and we need to support them. You Thank can't, you. you know, you you cannot you cannot watch what you're doing and not be impacted by it. I'm telling you, I am yeah, such a cheerleader and, for you guys. Anything helps at this point. Um, uh, a ninety-two cents out of every dollar uh, goes to programming. We we have very little overhead uh, in what we do, and, um, and and like I said, uh, I have an extraordinary team of people that are so passionate about what they do. And uh, you know, I was in for profit my whole life. And um, this is a completely different type of person. This is a person that wakes up every day and wants to make the world better. They're mission driven. And uh, I feel privileged, honestly, to, to work with, with the, the team that I work with. Very privileged. Well, it's a calling. And I shared that with you in an email when I left my experience down here. It's a calling. The yeah. team here, it's, they, it's a calling. It is not, it is not, uh, it's not driving up and hitting the clock and flipping burgers. It is a calling of a higher level that makes the change. You cannot sit there. You cannot sit there and do what your folks do and not be pumped up at the end of it. It's, yeah. it's, you just can't, There's, you just can't. And I, and I want to get into this a little bit because something that I think is, well, A, I, I think speaks a lot about you as an individual and what you've done for the industry and what you've given back to the world. But, you know, it also talks about your organization and that's the values that you guys represent. And they're pretty amazing. You know, you guys are rooted in a belief that if you give your kids, you know, give kids something better to munch on, they will, right? And you've got five values that I found incredibly impactful that uh, I got into. And I really stepped back from that. And, and I really got into it after my experience. And so I think maybe they hit me a little harder than if I was just really reading it. But would you share with me about these five um, and why they matter and what they're about and kind of how they're some of the pillars of, of what you all believe in? The first one I'll throw at you is, is like is health and wellness. Uh, it's community, empowerment, dignity, and then integrity. So health and wellness, you want to touch on a little bit, or just you want to touch all five. Yeah, however, you, you want to answer, however you want to answer that big question, I don't give a crap. Lay it on me. Yeah, sure. Thank you for bringing that up. And um, the way that came about was um, we, uh, a couple of years ago, um, we developed what we call a creda. And the idea of having a credo in your organization is if someone comes to work for you or there's a donor or a family, whoever wants to do it, they should be able to read our values and read what we're about and then be able to judge if, if they need to make a decision about who we are, or what we are, that's really what it's all about. And so we talked about what's most important to us. Health and wellness, you mentioned, is the first one. And I, we, I just allowed the staff to, to, to go ahead and craft it, right? I'm like, okay, what's most important? What do you think is most important? Well, health and wellness obviously came up first, you know, that we're, our, our, our reason for existence is to try to improve health. And, you know, with good health comes mental wellness, Right. I mean, if, sure. if you're if you're suffering all the time, I mean, there, I can't imagine <clears throat> there's too much of a worse feeling than a chronic disease of some type where you're feeling it constantly. Your 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 quality of life is being affected on a daily basis. Right. So health and wellness is all about trying to have a, a prescription of, of eating well, and we only serve fresh fruits and vegetables, that's it. We don't allow anything else in our boxes or bags ever. And, and like I said, we know that if we can get people to eat a lot more and then start to get more movement, start to get more exercise, start to understand to eat less sugar, they're gonna lead better lives. So health and wellness clearly was our number one value. I love it. And talk about a little bit about community. I mean, it's obviously, you guys are a pillar of uplifting communities, there's no doubt. Well, you know, and I want to give kudos to our founders, Lisa and Sheila, who felt like that was something that they insisted upon and that everything that we do is not just about individuals, but creating communities of health. So that's what it's exactly called. So, you know, when, when you, you go and you saw a little bit of it, um, but when you go in and, and, and you're working with uh, 20 parents and, and they're getting to know each other as they put zucchinis and potatoes in the bags and everything, and they create their assembly line. And, and then every parent that comes in, they start talking to each other and everything like that. So 
you know, we're, we're not doing this just among individuals. We're doing this to the entire community and we're drawing the community together for a cause that they seem to take hold of. So it's very, very important. And like I said, look, these are very proud people. Yeah. These are these are not these are you have to be really careful, which is why it's so ex- important to us that we treat everyone with in such a dignified manner. And we're very careful. We've had to say no to a lot of people, uh, funders or supporters that want to do things that we believe our families might find compromising to them. And we're like, no, we cannot do that. We 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 want to be the trusted partner to our families. We we you know, when when the pandemic hit. We, we shifted and we started giving them a whole bunch of resources as to where to go to help them because they didn't know beyond what we do. It's like, here, go here, go here, go here. And they did it because they trusted who we are because we're a community with them uh, right. as, well, as well as for them. Right. And empowerment's another one. I think, you know, when I think about the word empowerment, you know, you're empowering health and wellness, you're empowering community, you're empowering dignity, you're empowering integrity. I mean, it's just it's, an, it's a great word. Can you share a little bit about where that's at in the value chain? Well, I think empowerment is external and internal, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of what we said when we talk about empowerment was allowing our own uh, people to create and be creative and be innovative. Um, because if, if, if our, any successful business is successful from the bottom up, not the top down. And so we continually try to empower our own people to to manage what we do, come up with new ideas. Uh, and, and we have we've come up with a lot of new ways to do things recently. And I think it has a lot to do with making sure that we understand that every every one of our our, our employees in our organization understand that they're empowered to make change. And of course, uh, we're empowering our, our families to make change. You know, we're giving them the ammunition to make change with uh, the knowledge and, and the food that we give them. We're, we're empowering them to change their lives. I love it. You know, and, and one that you touched on, and I want to, and, and it's one of your values, which is dignity. And I think that it's um, such an important word that you guys have leaned into. And I think it's very um it's it's just it's it's just the right word to, to be a part of what Rider Bites is about. I think it's the right word for a lot of organizations to be about. And can you share a little bit about why that matters to you guys? Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Abby Pryor, Chief Commercial Officer at Bright Farms. On behalf of all the Bright Farmers across our great country, thanks for listening to Todd Versations and Todd Bits. At Bright Farms, we care about the health of our planet and its people. Our mission is to give more people access to the freshest, tastiest, cleanest, and most responsibly grown salads available. We grow our salads by harnessing the power of the sun in our advanced greenhouses located close to your grocery stores. Our salads are delivered in as little as 24 hours after harvest, so every Bright Farm salad you buy is fresh, tasty, and sustainably grown. It's a big job looking out for the health of the people on the planet, but we're up for it. So give one of our Bright Farm salads a try today and become a part of our Bright Farms family. Thanks so much. Yeah, I mean, look, when you're, I can't say I can truly tell you what it feels like to be food insecure, meaning that you cannot, you don't have enough food in your house to feed your family is what that means. And so I... I've been blessed and fortunate my whole life where I have not been in a situation like that. But what, what I do see is um, working with government agencies can be very difficult sometimes. And unfortunately, there are organizations and people out there that try to take advantage of that group. Mm-hmm. So that group tends to be uh, very, I don't want to say paranoid, but they're cautious about who they deal with because they've had mm. bad experiences dealing with people sure. that have taken advantage of them. So when you go to them and you say, hey, we want you to sign up for the Brighter Bites program, they're like, what is this? You know, do I have to give you my name? Are you gonna, you know, are you <laughs> gonna turn this into someone, you know, immediately? So treating people in a dignified manner with respect in every facet of what we do gives them a comfort. Uh, that they're comfortable dealing with us and, and that we, we, we were 
obsessive about making sure that we, we, we never take advantage. We never push things on anyone that is that they're not comfortable with. We listen to them. Um, we have a whole bunch of, of beautiful, uh, you know, uh, things that people say uh, from, from our parents and our teachers and so forth. And uh, it's just, it's an incredible ingredient to our success to make sure that their comfort zone is there and and that dignity means everything to them. 100%. Well said. Very well said. Talk about integrity. Well, I mean, I've always believed that integrity is everything to your success. So you have to do what you say you're going to do. And, uh, you know, it, 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 that's what creates trust. When you say you're going to do something and you do it the way you said you're going to do it. So I believe that has to happen both to our families, to our schools, to our partners, to our funders, to our employees. Everything we do, we have to be careful with that we say, we're going to do this, we do it. And, and, and you know, in my entire career, there were times when I had to do something that I committed to that maybe wasn't good for the organization that I was with. But in order to have long-term success, your partners have to believe in you. And, 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 and there's going to be a time where you need to ask them something. You need to ask them a favor. And integrity is what causes the fulfillment of future favors because you've shown them that you're going to help them even at times that might be difficult for you, but you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And it yeah. is the, uh, the it, it is the genesis and the, it's the center of success. Because 100%. long time perch, long time partnership with everyone that we do business with, whether it be internal, external, um, they, that's, that's, that's where it comes from. I mean, it's, I it's everything. It's, it's everything. You'll fail if you don't have integrity. It might take a while, but people figure out who you are. A hundred percent. Well, look, I say all the time, integrity is the only thing we truly own, right? I mean, if you look at it from that way, it, it, it ranks it up there with why it's so important to have in any organization and why it's important to live that way. I, I couldn't agree with you in, more. In, in your whole life, in your whole life. Yeah, it really is. Tell me a little bit too, if, if we can, how many lives have you guys touched so far to date? Um, we're approaching, uh, around 500,000, uh, lives that we've touched in our 10 year time period. Um, and we're approaching the 50 million pound mark of produce that we've distributed. Um, but it's, it's, you know, that the first three or four years, it was, it was pretty small, uh, you oh, know, yeah. one city, two, three cities. So now it's growing, uh, incrementally at a much larger pace. Um, and, um, you know, we, we, if you take a look at that, if you think about it, it, it's kind of hard to, that's how many people we've actually given produce to, Todd. Mm -hmm. But if you start talking about uh, nutrition lessons. Yeah. So if there's 500 families in a school, generally speaking, about 50 to 60% of them sign up for our program. They may be out on a school bus that we can't reach or something like that. And then out of the 60%, maybe 70% actually show up on an ongoing basis for our food. But all 500 kids are receiving those 24 lessons every single year. So that's not really taking that math and saying uh, we're affecting all 500 kids in every single school multiple times. If you do that, we call that encounters. And it really gets into the multi-millions of yeah. times that we... We, we, we touch a family. Um, and, and I mentioned this to you earlier, and it's hit me about three or four times, and you tell me when the right time is, but we're always looking for alternative ways to get to families. And recently, uh, we created a partnership that was just announced that I think is a real game changer for us. DoorDash, baby. You know, that was DoorDash, my next question. You, DoorDash. you teed me up. That was beautiful. <laughs> I can't take your place. Um, uh, DoorDash, uh, uh, one of our board members uh, that I have to get credit to, Melissa Ackerman with um, Produce Alliance, an amazing human being, introduced me to this gentleman from uh, DoorDash. And um, he, they listened to what we did and they said, 
oh my goodness, that's everything that we want to do. Uh, and they said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to deliver as many families as you want for at least a two-year time period for zero. We just wow. want to help you. We want to help you get to that. So now we're, we're just starting. We're creating these programs where a driver, a DoorDash driver, will come to one of our schools and they can pick up as many as 10 families, okay, of produce. And then these families who, who their kids go home on school buses so they can't get our produce or for other reasons, we're now starting to be able to penetrate this group that we never were able to penetrate before, thanks to this incredible partnership that has just happened. So I think that's really going to explode this next fall. And we'll be able to expand the participation of families. And I mean, they just, it's like, knock, knock, here's 25 pounds of free produce. Uh, here's all the information about how to use the product. Here's our app, which we developed in this last right. couple of years. You go on the app, it tells you everything you just got delivered. It tells you how to cook it. It tells you everything about it. And you know, hey, 25 or $30 worth of free food to a family that needs food, they're not going to let that go to waste. If you look at our surveys, uh, our families show that they use about 98% of the produce that we give them. They do not throw it away. This is no. food that they learn how to cook. And once they learn how to cook it, look, think about that. That's a game changer, right? If you didn't know how to cook acorn squash before, or you didn't know how to you know, eat uh, a, a kiwi, which we, we hear about these things a lot, again, Listen, all you people that grow or listening and, and you, you grow produce out there, you distribute produce. Um, don't you want a family who never was a consumer of your product before to suddenly become a consumer of your product? Uh, and so, you know, we're we're kind of changing that game for you. So, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping to get support because I think there's a payoff. Absolutely. Well, I mean, again, you want to, you know, you want to eliminate issues, increase consumption of fruit and vegetables. And I don't have to list all the issues, but I mean, bottom line, it's what it is. So what's next? What's going on? What's next in 2022? I mean, obviously you guys are kicking in doors. You have an amazing organization that people need to step up and donate to and to help volunteer. Come volunteer with me and Vega. I'll hang out with you. Come on. I'll be right there. Let's do it. Brighterbites.org. We have a lot of new things we're, we're, we're working on this year. We're working with some uh, health clinics, which is going to be really exciting uh, that Dr. Sharma is helping us with where um, we're going to, you know, a, a, another program that, you know, we didn't mention, especially during the pandemic, is we have what we call a produce voucher program that we use because during the pandemic, people stopped going to schools. We didn't want right. to stop getting the produce. So we partnered with uh, great retailers like HEB, uh, Walmart, um, uh, 99 cent stores, uh, Winn-Dixie, and uh, they gave us a discounted $25 coupon that we were able to get our families to buy $25 worth of produce. And now we're continuing that as another way to get to our families uh, where, and, and you get this, if you get it in the mail, uh, we did uh, six coupons per family and they can only use it in the produce department. That's it, it's only good for produce. You go to the grocery store, you go to that store, you can only use it for fresh produce. Um, so we are this year trying something new where we are actually doing um, some baseline health information from uh, a particular a group of people, starting them how, you know, what, what levels do you have of your health right now, putting them on our program and over a period of time starting to measure particularly to see if we have improvement. Uh, we mentioned the DoorDash. We're, 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 you know, this next year, we'd like to get into two to three new cities every year. We just want to continue to expand. Uh, we want to continue to expand into the uh, cities that we're in. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're potentially looking at uh, revenue models, getting into corporations where they want, we're trying to get in there where we're talking to corporations and we're saying, you have a big corporate headquarters. We can bring you a box of produce. Uh, once a month, twice a month, and and we're going to educate your 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 entire employment base on how to eat and what to eat, and that's going to reduce your healthcare costs in the long term. So it's an investment that you get to make that might help uh, um, not only your families make it a more attractive place to work. Um, so yeah, I mean, my 
Yeah, my team's come up with ideas, Todd, like I, I can't even tell you. I mean, I, I got a whole list of things, uh, extraordinary people, and, and uh, we will continue to evolve. Um, but baseline, we need to continue what we do. And um, like I said, 40 years in the for-profit business, when you start, you know, I, 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 you know being the, the vice president of Cisco Corporate and having billions of dollars worth of buy, I'd go to a food show and I was a pretty popular guy. Now to go to a food show and people see me and they kind of turn their back and walk the other way because I'm asking for money instead of, uh, you know, giving them business. Providing it. But, but mo- I, I say that in fun because really, of course. Mo- I, 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 there's some just tremendous partners out there and people that really help us. This is a, an industry that is incomparable to anything I've ever seen before in their uh, understanding and passion in what they do. And uh, we all know that they've been a, in the industry for a long time. Yeah. And uh, when they direct their passion toward assisting uh, people like Brighter Bites, uh, I find it to be just... Uh, incredible and so i love it a lot of great folks out there i love it you got an event coming up i want to touch on you're at, at the ifpa's food service monterey you got a wine auction because people that know know like i said you put the yay in sommelier there's no two ways about it you're one of the smartest wine people i've ever met so two things one tell everybody about the event what it is it's an auction we're raising money again funding brighter bites kids step up let's go well, this is a prequel. We're going to be announcing this uh, in the next week or so. Again, IFPA being an extraordinary partner. Uh, I went and and so, you know, yes, I love wine and I have a group of great friends that love wine. And and we, we've done this once before. Uh, so I asked IFPA if they would allow us to use the closing reception at their food service event in Monterey, July 29th, uh, to build it around a wine auction uh, for brighter bites. And, and, and so, uh, they said, yes. And I said, well, I can't do that uh, unless we serve really good wine there. And I said, I happen to know someone that can get really good wine into Monterey at your event. So you got to let me buy the wine and provide the wine for the reception, which they said, yes. And so anybody that comes is going to, at no charge is going to drink some really good wine at that event. But that two-day period, what we've done before and what we're doing now is we've gone out, we've asked numerous wineries and about 100 people at this point, and they actually go into their own cellars and they say, I'm going to give you these six bottles of wine, or I'm going to give you these 12 bottles of wine. And then we auction that. And so they're amazing wines. These are, we we had French Bordeaux that were worth thousands of dollars last time, uh, all the way down to a a 50 or a hundred dollar lot. So anybody can. So starting the day before the event, uh, you're going to be able to get on uh, an auction site and you'll be able to register and you'll be able to look at all the wines that are available. And you can either pick them up when you're at the event, or we will ship them directly to your home as the winner. Uh, and if anybody wants to donate wine, uh, they just have to reach out to us. Uh, and uh, the, obviously, we're a 501c3, so it's fully tax deductible in your donations. I love and it. So um, it's a lot of fun, and it creates some funds for us, but it also... Um, you know, I love people who enjoy good wine, too, because there's well, nothing when you find something that, that you really like. Well, I've had the good fortune of having a few glasses of wine with you in my career. And uh, yeah, good wine does not suck. There's very yeah. true. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Super so exciting. Thanks, thanks for allowing us to bring that up. And I hope we get some support for it. You're going to. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And, you know, I, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for stepping into the role. And coming out of retirement, which I think, what were you in retirement? Like nine minutes or something. But thank you for coming out of retirement. Yeah. And taking this on because, uh, you know, you at the helm for who you are and what you've done for this industry, Brighter Bites can't, you know, it just, it's a home run all the way around. And, um, you know, thank you again for just for being who you are and having such an open heart and uh, embracing what this is about and the changes you're making. And, and I don't see how People can't come away from our conversation and get, not A, be inspired, but B, how do I step up? How does a distributor in, in Detroit come to the table and make a phone call and figure out how to empower Detroit, Cleveland, Boston, Denver? I don't care. Boise. It doesn't matter where you are. Step up. Be a part of this. Make a change that's going to make this country better. 
better. I, I can't thank you enough. Um, you know, the fact that you took the time to go out to one of our distributions, and I know you're going to be continuing to be a supporter of what we do and your obvious knowledge of what we do and so forth um, makes a big difference. So really, really appreciate the opportunity that you gave me to uh, bring this to people's attention. And uh, hopefully we do this again sometime and we're in uh, 30 cities instead of nine cities. So you have an open invitation anytime you want to come up here and also an open invitation, as you know, come to the house, we'll open up a little wine. We'll no, hang no, out. Outside. I, I, you've already given me that invite and that's a done deal. We're, we're taking you up on it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a problem. Thanks again for being here, brother. I really do appreciate you. Appreciate thanks, every- thanks, everybody, for being here, checking out Conversations. If we can't inspire you with this show, I don't know what the hell to do for you. Like I say all the time, <laughs> go inspire somebody. It's not hard to do. A hello is a source of inspiration. Getting involved with Brighter Bites, I'm telling you, will change your life. It'll change your community. It'll change our planet. It will make an impact far greater than perhaps anything you've ever done in your career. So get behind it. It's so worthy. Kids are so important. And making these changes to help increase consumption and do what everything Rich talked about is what we need to be believing in. So step up. Thanks for watching. Check us out on social media. That's where the cool kids are. That's where we hang out. Look for whatever the hell we got coming next. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing, supporting us. We appreciate you. Take care of everybody. And uh, we'll see you soon. See ya.